0: Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be concluding Pasha's Tetzaveh with Tetzaveh Shvi, the 7th Aliyah. The topic of our Aliyah is the golden Mizbeach, the one implement that we've not heard about up till now. Our Aliyah is 10th long, running from Perek Lamed to Mopasuk Aleph to Yud. We're told that the Mizbeach is to be made of wood, of acacia wood, I'd say Shetim, and it is meant to be a, um, a amah by amma which means a cubit by a cubit roughly two feet by two feet it is meant to be square and is twi- two ammas tall so it is much smaller than the copper misberg the copper alt, which is outside and it has four horns on it as well It is completely gold covered all parts of it and instead of having four rings it has two rings on each of the diagonal opposite corners uh, for, uh, along which it was carried so it's a much smaller implement um, and we, we we also hear about the the staves which are used to carry it, and it is placed outside the Aarón, uh, uh, past the uh, the paroches. It's facing the Aarón, and it is used for keteres, for incense. Every morning the and the Aarón is meant to tend the incense, and then when it is it, when the candles are lit in the evening, it is it is also going to be. Um, used as well it is considered an always sacrifice as well and no, no unauthorized spices are meant to be blown you cannot bring libations or any types of other materials on it it is going to also be atoned for once a Yom when Aaron brings the blood of the Korbanas onto it as well a few basic questions and try to understand earlier. Number one is where was it placed? So Rashi explains that it, unlike the Shulchan and the Menorah, which are placed to the right and the left in the Kodesh, the Mizbeh Azav is placed in the center. It's facing directly the Aaron um, in, in the center um, itself, which is, seems to be the emphasis of the B'sukim what is brought in it. So it seems, it seems that the daily incense are brought. And then once a year, when Aaron does, or the coin Gadol does the, the Avodah of Yom Kippur, he would bring out the blood that would be sprinkled inside and outside of the Kodesh and Kaddashim. And then it would also be brought to the Swiss bath. But that would be the only time that it would encounter a animal-based sacrifice at this point. Now what is the function? What's the point of the So, The Bechor Shor of Yosef Bechor Shor explains that if you imagine the palace of the king, you have the bedchambers, that's the, 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 so to speak where the, the king is, but then there is also the outer chamber in which there's lights, there's the king's table, and then there's pleasant smelling aromas, and so the so too for Hashem, this is where Hashem is, uh, is, uh, is uh, this is the, the palace of Hashem. The Bechor Shor explains that don't go get to the misunderstanding, don't arrive at the false conclusion, that Hashem needs this, that He needs a palace, and He needs all these accoutrements. Not at all. In fact, this is all about us. Hashem is allowing us to serve Him through divine ritual. Similarly, He says in the example of karbanos and sacrifice, it's not that Hashem needs karbanos. Hashem doesn't like animals being slaughtered for His own good. It's because He needs us to find a way to correct our actions, so He gave us a ritual way, a process to exit, to be able to leave behind difficult actions that we did in the past through a process of contrition expressed in a physical manifestation through carbonas. He gives an example. If your person is wearing a clean white robe, they're going to be more careful about where they step in the mud because they have a clean garment. But if a person already has a stained garment, they'll be much less careful. He says that the carbonas are to enable us the opportunity to keep laundering our spiritual clothes as well. The Kleiachos says a little bit of a different idea, which is that there are two Mizbachos, there are two altars. There is the inside one, which is the gold one, and the outside one, which is the copper one. The inside one is much smaller, the outside one is much larger. In fact, they actually represent two aspects of Kapara, of atonement. The outside one atones for the body. And that's expressed why the limbs, the actual physical material limbs of the animals are placed on it. And it's very visceral. A person sees the animal, they place their hands on it. They see the animal being slaughtered and parts of the animal being brought to the Mizbakh and then being burnt up. It's almost as if their body deserves to be destroyed for the sin that they did. But it vicariously is being expressed through the animal. That's the outer Mizbakh. But the inner mizbah is not about the atonement of the body, it's the atonement of the soul. Because when a person does a sin... Outer elements, the lower elements of the soul, are tarnished, are hurt by it, and therefore the soul itself needs to be atoned. Which is why the korban inside, in the golden ishbaq, is like incense, is, is incense. It's it's smoke. It's very subtle. It's it's symbolic, and a person should be thinking of the atonement that a person is receiving, in terms of their soul, not just their body as well. And that's why says the klayakor, the inside ishbaq is one by one. It is unitary. Like the neshama, there's only one neshama, as opposed to many limbs in the body, as well. And the reason why it's used in the morning and the evening is it's to represent the morning and evening of our lives. In childhood, when the soul is given to us pure, and in the evening, when it's taken back in old age by Hashem at the right time, we hope that it is the same, if they say, the same degree of purity when it came as when it leaves, as well. Now, why is the mizbeach placed here? This seems so out of place. All the mafarshim ask this question. After all, we hear about the creation of the iron the instructions of the Aaron, the Shulchan, the Menorah, we hear about the structure of the, mis- of, of, of the Mishkan, everything is in Parashas Chumah. The only thing that's in our parashah is the, the, the Big Day Kahuna and the process of Milu'im, of inauguration. Why now, after everything is said and done, is the Mizbeach the Torah placed here? Very, very strange. The Ramban, as quoted in the Torah, explains that we we just hear about how Hashem wants to reside among the nation of Israel, which is the end of the previous aliyah, as Hashem expresses this by giving them another opportunity, by another implement, which emphasizes this way of coming closer to Hashem. The Ksava Kabbalah, Rabbi Akutzi Mecklenburg, explains a few options. He says, perhaps this, this Kli, this vessel, was not meant to be a place, a way to bring Hashem's Shkina down, but rather it was more about us bringing Nachas Ruach in front of Hashem, and therefore it is isolated in the sense that it does not have the same function as well. The Vilna Gaon has a different explanation. He says that the fact that it's separated shows us that the Mizbeach was not Ma'akev; It is not going to withhold the other services working, even though it itself is lacking. Um, the Hashra Sashchina, Hashem's divine presence, will still rest on the Mishkan even if the Mizbech Hazav is not to be found and that's expressed by the fact that it is cre- the, the instructions for its creation are placed later, even though it was created at the same time as we'll see later the Maram Chagiz, as quoted in the, the Ksava Kabbalah, says that if this Mizbech was not present the avoider of the incense could still be done as opposed to the outside Mizbech in which it could not be done, which is why it is emphasized in the fact that it um, um, the, 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 that it is isolated. So this Kli is actually less about itself, but about the place that it represents, as the Maram Chagiz explains. Mm-hmm. funny one else, I have the Haim mm-hmm. and the Tziv. The Tziv has a very beautiful observation where he says that the Ketores, which is the incense brought upon the mizbech Hazar, on this golden mizbech, is meant, as the Chazal us, to atone for Lashon hara, evil speech, speech about others which is negative, even though it may be true. So, how does it do that? What's the mechanism of this? So, the Guarant explains in Erechel that it reminds Hashem of gemelos chasadim, of the kindness. Yes, it's true that we talk about each other, we slander each other, we hurt each other immeasurably, and sometimes we don't even understand the scale of which we, of damage we create. But at the same time, it should be noted that we do uh, we do, do a tremendous amount of good for each other, and that's sometimes going to help us. In fact, um, the, this is uh, the, this actually relates more to Shiloh than it does to Yerushalayim. Remember, the Mishkan arrived in Shiloh, and later on there was a Migdash made in Yerushalayim. The Gomorrah Neumah describes there was an elderly man who came to Shiloh, and he says he could smell the incense from the walls of the old Mishkan in Shiloh. Why is that? Why not more than Yerushalayim? So Nesivi explains that the Megidosh is built in Yerushalayim in the territory of Yehud and Binyamin, who are gedoletar, who are great who great scholars. But the Mishkan was built in Shiloh, in the, in the area of Yosef. That wasn't a place of great scholarship. That was a great place of society, social society. In fact, the attempt to make the northern kingdom was supposed to be a, was supposed to be a social society. There was, Yosef was built on the Zechus of Gimnaz HaSadim, and therefore in the Meshkan of Shiloh, that's why the um, the the focus was on the kataris. Now, what's interesting about this is is that this is why kataris is uh, as sagula is a merit towards wealth. Because if uh, we're, if we're bringing the kataris, if this particular coin brings the uh, the qataris, um, the this would represent the mitzvah of gudnas chasalim of kindness, which is one of the few things mentioned in the Mishnah which we say every morning, which is that which is that a person is oichel parase malamazevah karen that a person is able to derive benefit off the proceeds, the profits of these uh, these actions, even in this world, which is why a person will gain richness from this. So why, that is specifically why it is that the Mizbeach HaZahov, this golden Mizbeach, is somewhat unique to all other kelim, all other vessels, in the sense that, in fact, it had no um, upper limit as to how much Qataris could be brought on it. Um, as meaning mean to say, in the outer Mizbeach, there's very specifics about how much blood, where the blood was, and how it worked. However, the, 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 there was... Uh, um, the, the Torah itself gives no or for the amount of incense to be brought. The Chachamim give it a gvul, they say it's a press in the morning and a press in the evening, but that is the sages who limit it. The Torah itself actually says that there's not got a limit, which relates to the notion of Gemilach's Chasadim itself, to um, kindness. Kindness has no upper limit. It's a, it, it, there is a, it is something which, there is no, there's no upper limit as to how much we can do for others and those people around us to make a difference. And that's perhaps why this, this mizbach is isolated from the other implements in the, in the Mishkan, because it is, less fa, it is less finite, it is less structured in its service because of what it represents, which is Gemilas Chasalim, which is one of the great calling cards, one of the great attributes and merits that the nation of Israel truly has. With this we conclude the last Aliyah in Tetzaveh and the parsha itself. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day and a beautiful Shabbat.